Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu. Alpha Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. SheFit. We know the fitness industry makes a lot of empty promises. We're done with shortcuts and quick fixes. No woman should be let down or held back, especially by her clothing. It's time to experience the only sports bra that's as strong as you are. Available in the widest range of sizes. Easy on and off, with 50% less bounce than the Nike Pro. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Today on the ZabeCast, a full recap of our visit to U.S. Bank Stadium for the Vikings' walk-off win against the Pack. We'll talk about the stadium, the fans, the game, and the evolving Rodgers toe mystery. A basement side chat with Paul Charchian from Guillotine Leagues. All that plus a big cat sighting that has the golf nerderati on full tilt. Your 40-minute uncensored Zabe Express is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! Here we go! Monday, November 22nd, 2021. Thank you for downloading and welcome to Thanksgiving week. I hope you are going to make it safely to whatever destination you have this coming Thursday. For your Thanksgiving get-together, I hope you have family that you can get together with. I hope that your family gets along well enough to be with each other for at least a few hours on Thanksgiving. Just got back from Minnesota, and boy, are my arms tired, as the joke goes. Actually, I drove the whole way home. How about them apples? I couldn't be more proud if my life depended upon it. I just... uh. I I don't drive very well, not for long distances anymore. And I thought for sure after the day that we had there and the fact that I am under the weather, I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to drive the whole way. I'm going to drive for an hour. I'm going to flip the keys to Josh, and he's going to take over from there. I told him, I said, uh, you know, it's about a four and a half, five-hour drive. It was more like five, five and a half, a couple stops in there. I said, I'll give you the first hour and the last hour. I'll give you some innings, but I can't give it all to you. And he goes, that's fine. I'll drive. I ended up driving the whole way through. I'm pretty proud of myself. All the while going through napkin after napkin after napkin. I have been pouring snot out my nose the last 24 hours like you can't believe. It's not COVID. Snot and sneezing. That's it. No body aches, no fever, no headache, no sore throat, no coughing, no shortness of breath, just absolute snot. I mean, rivers of it. I haven't had this in a long time. Don't know what it is, but this just in, there are other illnesses out there, serious illnesses and also run-of-the-mill illnesses. I saw the story where apparently the uh, Ravens had a virus, but not covid go through their locker room 
and take out some players. And I took everything in my body to not tweet, oh, you mean there's another virus besides COVID? But I figured, you know, like my new motto on Twitter, I ain't here to fight the whole internet today. I didn't need that smoke. So anyway, we're back from Minnesota. Packers lose on a walk-off field goal that we did not even see. That's right. Once the Vikings got it down there with the Packers only having two timeouts and a minute and 15 seconds, whatever it was, after Dalvin Cook realized, hey, wait a minute, they might be letting me score here, and he pulled up his landing gear and stopped at the two-yard line, we looked at each other and said, it's over. It's two knees and a chip shot, and it's over. So we said, you want to leave? Okay, let's leave. Boom. Got up. Uh, it was me, Mikey, Josh, and Drew Olson, and we left. We started marching up the stairs. There was the requisite select few Viking knucklehead fans saying, go pack, go, go home, because we were, of course, flying enemy colors. Otherwise, though, the Viking fans were just fine. It was no big deal. And we weren't starting any mess either. Uh, Vikings deserved to win that game. They played better than the Packers. Packers did not have a good defensive game. Their their secondary was roasted by Jefferson and Thielen. And they were their own worst enemy with a ton of penalties. Some people, like Nagler, think that the you know referees had it out for them. I just... Blame the referees. Congratulations, Viking fans. You got handed a win by the refs. I don't know. The one penalty I didn't like the most was the roughing the passer call, uh, I believe, on Lancaster when he smothered Cousins a beat after. No, it was not. It was Clark. Uh, just buried Cousins a beat after he threw the ball right into the belly of Darnell Savage, and it wiped out an interception. Of course, our seats were already were way on the other side of the field. And we were down low. They were great seats, by the way. Thank you to Jeff Tyler, our group president, our iHeart Upper Midwest uh, market president, uh, for getting us those tickets. I think it was the lowest I've sat near an NFL field ever. Except for the one time my friend Dr. Bonacci, no, famed maxiofacial surgeon to the stars, he will reconstruct your face if, say, a horse kicks it in. It's happened. He'll reconstruct your face if you fall off a bicycle going 30 miles an hour into a pole. It has happened. He, he got me down really low at a redskin game at the peak of Dan Snyder's hubris when he added these so-called dream seats that were not dream seats at all. They were seats put in below the first row, right behind the benches, too low to really see anything, but they came with all the free food and drink you could have, which, of course, was limited by the number of times that the waiters and waitresses would come by and say, Did you, can, you, can I get you something? And it was also limited by the fact of how much stadium food, bad stadium food at that do you really want? But I digress. Seats were great. And uh, we're watching the game, and as soon as we saw the Vikings get it in position, I'm like, that's it. Now, of course, the Packers called a timeout in the second half on some dumbass thing. Um, I forget what it was, but it wasn't worth calling a timeout. And I said, they don't understand the value of second half timeouts. They are only to be redeemed for more time. And if you don't have all three when you're in a uh, weakened position, when you are under the gun with losing, then you don't really control anything. Had the Packers had all three timeouts, they could have had a lot more weight and flexibility to get the ball back with some time on their hands. I mean, that, that, you know, they, get, they didn't get the ball back for, with any time at all. They would have gotten it back at least with 40 seconds, down three, and had Rodgers with a chance to do something. But nah. Maybe they'll learn someday about timeouts. Maybe not. Anyhow, the stadium was fantastic. People were fine. A lot of purple in the stands. They really love their Vikings up there. Kirk Cousins had a huge day. They still don't really love him. Mike Zimmer was in all these little video vignettes during the breaks, meeting families of veterans because it is Salute to Service Month. And they were very appreciative of the coach of the Vikings coming to meet him, but Mike Zimmer is not that popular up there. 
But they're back in the back in the race, back in the picture. Now, here's the bigger thing. Rodgers and this toe injury. It came up in full force this morning when Ian Rappaport and a couple other people reported that, yeah, this toe injury is serious and he he's questionable for today. And this is going to be a lingering thing the rest of the year. And I'm like, when did this become a thing? How come this has not been thoroughly vetted? What toe, when did it happen, how did it happen? None of those answers yet. It turns out that he first mentioned it, or it first came up on the injury report Saturday before the Seahawks game. And we were there for that a week ago at Lambeau. And then on Tuesday with McAfee, he said something about it, but it was just sort of an oblique kind of joking kind of thing. And apparently nobody followed up with Rodgers in the one availability they had with him that week following up. Nobody. What is it? Which toe? Uh, and when did it happen? Let's get to the meat of this. Now it's going to be a full thing. I've been told there's a lot more to the story. Somebody actually Googled a story called COVID toe. It's a thing. Is it possible Rogers, after getting COVID, now has COVID toe, and it's going to be a chronic thing for a while until they can get it better? Or are they going to say, oh, well, here is the play it happened on. See this? He gets stepped on right here. Or are they going to say, well, it happened in practice. He landed on it funny. What toe? When did it happen? And why now are we just hearing about this? To me, it's a fascinating study in the different sort of media ecosystems that exist around the NFL. Because I can tell you right now, New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, Boston, a lot of cities. This would not have made it past Tuesday once they heard, what, quarterback, toe? Oh, do tell. And it would have been one question after another question after another question. Rodgers has apparently fooled him again. He must have a Jedi mind trick where he can just fool reporters into not asking about the most important thing or not realizing, hey, we should probably ask about this. So don't know the story there. Terrible blow to lose Elton Jenkins, and there you go. I saw that the Wolf won. Congratulations, all the fans of the Washington football team. And no, I didn't have any insight on it because I was not at the game, was not in front of my TV, and I've read very little about it. I've drove home five hours from Minneapolis. I'm now recording this podcast. You want to get mad at me seeing me in Packer gear at a Packer game on the road? Go ahead. Get mad at me on Twitter. Be a dick about it. I'll block you. No qualms about that. You know my deal. If you don't, you should. I'm not rooting against the Wolf. But the Redskins died. They're not coming back. There's a team there now that says Washington, and they have a temporary name. They'll have a new name next year. I hope it's a good name for those who are still loyal fans of that team. The team I grew up with, the team I rooted for, the team I had posters of on the wall, that team died. Understand that fully. The Washington Redskins are dead. They're gone. They're in sports heaven. This new team... That's going to come in the wake of it. I wish them luck. I really do. You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. Winning season returns at mybookie.ag and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with MyBookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than MyBookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with MyBookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, 
Alpha Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. All right, I had a chance to sit down with Charge in his house, in his basement. Drew Olson, Josh Albrecht joined me at the custom gaming table Charge has in his basement. It is so cool. It's like a poker table, but a little bit different. It's got dice chutes. It's got leather there. It's got cup holders. You can play board games. You could play craps there, I suppose. You could play cards there as well. It's a very cool piece. Charge has a whole closet full of board games. He loves board games. I love that about him. We nerded out about growing up Minnesota. All things go for state, including Minnesota misery and more. Here was our conversation in Charge's basement. This is where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. So. All right. Hey. Charge. Thank you for having us in your home. It's this is really, wonderful. It's almost a little surreal to be here right now, isn't it? <laughs> it's kind of weird. We got a roadcaster, yeah. the three of us, Drew, Josh, Charge, and Zabe, all in all in my basement. So this is Minnesota. Yeah, it's a lot like Wisconsin, isn't it? <laughs> it's a lot like it. Drew, but it's also totally different, isn't it? In many ways. In many ways, yes. Starting politically, Minnesota is one of the most reliably Democrat states in the country. The only state that carried Mondale, right? That's right. We haven't had a. We have not. We have not. The last Republican presidential candidate to win this state was Nixon. So right. I mean, you have to go back. You have to go way years or whatever it was. Way for Nixon, back, right? Yeah. yeah. And you, uh, you also have, um, and and Wisconsin is more of a swing state now. It's very much it's a very battleground much a state. Swing state yeah. But both states are agriculture, are they not? Like, yeah. what's Minnesota's of, oh, biggest deal? Uh, agriculture, prints, records. Yeah. No. Serious. Medi- no. I mean, it's Target. medical. <laughs> it's retail because we have Target and Best Buy. Yeah. So medical is our number one. Retail is our number two. And we, we do have a lot of agriculture. Retail HQ, state. meaning. Yes. Like big box retail. Target, Best headquarters, Buy. Yeah, Both man. headquartered here. Massive employee, Massive. number of employees. Is, is cereal not here? Cereal, General Mills is here. Okay. Yes. That's yeah. what I thought. In Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. General Mills From is in town. Yeah. Yeah. Kellogg is big. Kellogg is, or Kellogg's, is yeah. in Michigan. Battle Creek, Michigan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Does Wisconsin have cereal, Josh? No. Why not? I mean, if we do, it's like the bag stuff, you know? No, but I mean, do you make no, it there? The bag stuff comes from here too, by the way. That's the Malto Meal Factory yes. okay. is all in Northfield, Minnesota. I don't, I don't think yes. we do it, Drew. I don't, no, think, I don't we, think we're other than... We get all of our cereal from Minnesota. Boutique granola. Yeah. Now, yeah. Drew, your daughter goes to the University of Minnesota. She does indeed. And your daughter is not even the first that I've heard of that from Milwaukee and or Wisconsin who has gone to the U of M or somewhere else here in Minnesota. Thank God for reciprocity. Yes. Now explain <laughs> that. I get to pay How does that work? My daughter goes to the University of Minnesota. I pay in-state tuition. Mm-hmm. We have that reciprocity. What? These Midwestern states, you can go to state universities and pay in-state. Yeah. What other tuition. states? We what do others? that here. We, we have a lot of people that go to Madison, Madison from this Iowa. town, too. I think Iowa's Mostly it's the people that want to learn how to drink. <laughs> they're like, okay, where do I go? It's another Madison level. is where I go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't don't pretend people up here don't know how to drink. You got to get through the winter somehow. Yeah, uh, we we like our whiskey, our schnapps. You know, yeah, you yes. know, brandy. Yeah, those those warm. Winters are similar though. Milwaukee is primarily similar. German Polish heritage, correct? I would say that we Minnesota are, is we are German Scandinavian. Scandinavian. Yep, those are yes. our biggies. Are German and Scandinavian. Yes. Our 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 blondes are. Blonde. Yeah. <laughs> That's the funny thing. And yes. where are they? <laughs> where are they? <laughs> you don't have to look far, actually. Right. Is it we'll that, see some tonight when we're downtown. Is it that the Scandinavians who came here generations ago said, we want to find a place just like a, a Norway. That's Perfect. it. And they were like, it's Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Okay, you do a better one. No, I no that actually was good. That oh, was actually quite good. 
I'm you need to Swedish. work in a couple of oofdas <laughs> in there. Yeah. I'm Swedish and I can't top that. Yeah, yeah. That that's was, right. That you're an good. Olsen. Yeah, with an E on it. So you're yeah, Owen. there's a lot. I'm Owen. Oh, you're an Owen. I'm oh, Owen. Ian is Norwegian. Oh, get out of here. Swedish Owen. Get out. Norwegian Ian. <laughs> we don't allow right. Owens. Oh, and I've here. not. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. Okay. We got a lot of Andersens, S-E-Ns. Yes. You know. Yeah. So. That's that's his tip off. And Minnesota is a sports crazed state. You love your sports. You play your sports. The land of 10,000 lakes, which all freeze, which means 10,000 places to learn how to play ice hockey. If you're too poor to be inside in a rink. Although how prevalent is truly pond hockey still in the modern day and age? Well, it it pond hockey happens. What you need to understand is every community's got 10 ice rinks. And warming houses. That's and right. so mostly... Meaning indoor facilities? No, or, no, no. Outdoor. No, no. Outdoor, outdoor ice rinks. So they're yes. not on ponds. No, they're but... They're no, concrete they're... flat areas that are filled with water and have dasher boards and no, everything else. No concrete, but, oh. uh, you know, it's yeah. just grass. And then, you know, they mow down the grass in, in And November, they fill it with water. And it. they fill it with flood it. They dasher board it. Yep, they dash your board it, and you bang. And that's warming it. You and, put some, and put some lights but up, right, if you want. Hopefully, I, yes. I assume that's like uh, the baseball back with us. It's become this boutique sport where, you know, kids don't get together and just play unless there's coaches and parents and referees and uniforms and everything. They don't just play shitty yeah. pond no, how, hockey. How, no, they don't. They do here. They Is do? there organic oh, pond hockey? Because, oh, all the oh, time. I would you think if, your kid, if you're in competitive hockey, you're just playing and practicing all the time and doing If you're in competitive, stuff. yes, because your parents are making you go every single day to go to your training and yes. then drive eight hours for your 6 a.m. ice time and all that bullshit. But if you're just a kid who loves hockey, you just go to the rink and, pe- and then and you find Pick the other up, seven kids that are there and you're playing up four and on four. You being, right. you being born and raised, did you ever play hockey? All the time. You did? A ton. Could you skate now? Yes, but I have not been on skates in 15 years. But you never, you don't then lose how do you it. Know? Lose it. Oh, easy. No, you don't lose you it. You don't lose it. It's like riding you a bike. Like, yep. he, he, right. He could yeah. probably, you ride a bike? Yes. Yeah, my snapshot's not yeah. as good as it was. Can you, can you, <laughs> not uh, as accurate. Can you cross over going backwards? I could then. Well, okay. I, I can't, I don't know if I could do that. Now. Okay, okay. Pull so, something. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that would be, it'd be trickier. And yet, then, and yet, does Minnesota produce enough NHL players for how many guys you have? We can field our own team. You can. You do. You feel like you produce enough. No, I, feel I don't like feel like it is a statistical no. okay. period. Yeah. We can fill, we could fill whole teams, whole okay. rosters of competitive You're the teams. best state in the country. Is Massachusetts too? For top Mich- level. Michigan's really Michigan. good. Really okay. good. So, yeah. Michigan. Okay. Yeah. I think it might be us, Michigan. But then you're right. It goes northeast after that. Yep. Yeah. But you love your sports up here. You love your pro teams. You've had the heartbreak of losing pro teams. We have. Like the beloved North Stars. So, a little background on that. Our owner, Norm Green, at the time. Got, got involved Sorry, with a sexual, uh, a sexual oh, no. uh, lawsuit. Case. Not assault, but. Harassment. Uh, he was groping. And stuff. Dongling. Harassment. Yeah. Right? The reach around him. And oh, rather than just face the music and deal with it, he up and moved. Took our team with him. And the, oh, him. Go. Yeah. and the NHL let him. Gotta go. Yeah, the NHL let him. And so we, you know, who was the, Hey, who was the commissioner back then? John that was before. Ziegler. It was pre-Batman. John Ziegler. Yeah. Ziegler, what a dick he was. What they a shady to, oh, yeah. dude he oh. was. They the NHL have, was shady then. I was covering was. the NHL, Zabe, when the, when the Admirals and the Pettits were trying to get a team. And I had to cover a lot of that stuff. And Ziegler, they used to have the owners meetings at the Breakers, you know, in Palm, Palm Okay, Springs, right, in yeah. Palm Beach, Florida. And he, like, he was dressed in all white and had a croquet lesson and ended up taking the hot female instructor back to his room. <laughs> the NHL commissioner. Yeah. A yeah, married man. Like, yeah. Classy. Classy. That's the rumor right. was that he was nailing the... Uh, yeah, I thought he was they say in hockey. That's, let's, let's do, do that, that hockey. hockey. <laughs> as they say as commissioner, do whatever you want. You're the commissioner. I believe yeah. Ziegler voted himself into the Hall of Fame and they had to then undo what? it. I look it up. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Somebody wow. with a you got your phone on you there, Mr. Right. Millennial. You can look it up. Not yeah. you, yeah. Josh. Yeah. Josh will look it up on the fly. Something very shady like that. So yeah. So Milwaukee has years for years wanted a NHL team. Oh, it would be and great it's been cock blocked by Lake Michigan, the Bucks. Uh, and just, it couldn't have supported. We we couldn't have. Didn't Wurtz with, with the Blackhawks yeah, also nah, oppose nah, it? Well, that's going to be your problem, right? Wirtz, the Blackhawks are going to claim. They were going to claim territorial, but the, Milwaukee was in, and the Pettits balked at the fifty million dollar franchise, fee which back is nothing in the day, now, by the which way. Which is nothing now, but back then it was fifty million. Yeah, and they didn't they didn't think they'd recoup their money. They didn't think they could feel a competitive team, and the team that got in after them, I think Florida, 
ended up going to the Stanley Cup Finals like right. in their third year of existence. Well, it's like, oh, did they screw up? They thought the expansion draft was too draconian. That's they ridiculous. wouldn't get good players, and they thought that it was going to be fifty million was too much for them. Yeah. They didn't think they could recoup. That, that was would, the real no, story. But, well, they're, the they're, way it worked out, though, Milwaukee can't support. We're not Minneapolis. Milwaukee can't support those two high level franchises. There aren't enough big companies. Milwaukee's like, market fifty three, give or take. You guys are market number 12, maybe? Yeah, 13. Yeah. 12, yeah. 13. So there's no way. And, Huge difference. Okay, Milwaukee has Double Chicago. Double the population, yeah. easily, Milwaukee maybe has triple. Chicago to the south, or you'd be competing right. against Black House. You have Lake Michigan to the east. You can't draw from the east. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and <laughs> right. Madison to the west, an hour away where they're into the Badger hockey, and they would watch right. that. But they, so it's just. Well, Badger hockey has a rich tradition as well. Uh, True. With, you know, legendary figures in the sport, including Olympic True. champions from good yes. old Miracle on Ice times. No question. And tons of kids play it in the state of Wisconsin. They produce oh, a yeah. fa- more than they a fair do. amount of players. They do. Yep. So there's that. Yeah. So there's hockey. Obviously, the Twins are here. They were the last ones to win a championship. You guys have been going on. 1991. So that's, not, so that's tw- 30 years of no parades. Yep. No, we yep. haven't even gotten to a game. Our no, championship combi- game. Championship game. Our combined, uh, if I've got this right, our combined uh, playoff losses across all our team. I think we are O and currently we have a streak across all of our our, our teams. We're O and seventeen in the playoffs. Oofa. If you just look at you know Oof. like the Wolves have lost their last four, and the Twins have lost like their last like like nine. all to the Yankees. Yeah, and, yeah all to the Yankees. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and, and the Timberwolves have. Only tickled decency every Garnett. little bit. Garnett, Garnett was it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Okay, that, that's it. Nothing since then. then, and then why? Why yeah. is the why has the Wild had such limited success? Yeah. Well, in part because I think they haven't had to. We fill the building. They had nothing but sellouts for twenty years. You've got a huge fan base that just loves hockey. So I don't think they've had to have a, really? a particularly high level of accountability. They haven't had great coaching. They haven't had, and they've had outright bad general managership. Do they, the owners have given, money? Our owners, yeah. Craig really Leopold, are, he's are, from Racine. Yeah, he's, okay. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's well. So it's yeah. not a money issue. No, they just haven't been good. And issue. you feel like the urgency is isn't there because everyone's coming anyway. Yep. And they there was a long time when they were just giving away first round picks years after years. They always thought they were close, right? The worst thing in many ways you can have in sports is a team that's on the cusp. And so you make bad short-term decisions oh, yeah. to try to yes. get to the, that that, no, that no championship no level. That's like, yeah. And the Redskins have done that under Dan Snyder for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Dumb, dumb. Oh, we're close. Let's go buy Hainsworth. a bunch of guys. Yeah, right. Exactly. Bruce Smith, Deion Sanders, it's Jeff George. Worth. Stink, stank, stunk. The Vikings, though, they are the true love of they the are. city. Yep, that is that is it. That is but it. Foundationally, it is because a it's football. And B, this team was amazing for the better part of 10, 12 years in the late 60s through the late 70s. The, and The Bud Grant romantic days yes. of this franchise. Of the Mets. Yes. Of the Mets center outside, yes. cold weather. Yeah. The the both both teams on the same side of the field, yeah. no heated anything. You went out there and you froze your ass. Oh. You're a fan, a player, a coach, a ref. Everybody was it dying was out there. It was sadistic, is what it was. It was. It, and was, it was bonkers. And it was great, and we it miss was it. Crazy. We do. So was I, there any thought when the Metrodome collapsed like a bounce house at a kid's <laughs> birthday party? Was there any thought of building one outdoors? Yes. There, there was. was. Lot, yeah, this state, the U.S. Bank Stadium, it was a long time. It was never going to be, an, I don't think it was ever going to be outdoor, but they wanted the retractable roof right. for a long time. But retractable roofs suck. You guys have one. You, you know yeah, the deal. You they break it. It, yeah, it kills workers, too. Yeah, yeah, How many guys it, died? Building it. Was three, it. Three guys, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I re- one time I had a chance to talk to Jack Youngblood, Hall of Fame linebacker, and in the 70s, Vikings-Rams were an enormous rivalry, and he said, we'd show up off the bus, and the moment the cold air would hit us, We'd have already, we, already we, already knew, we already knew we lost him. We had no chance. <laughs> And yeah, well, the Gophers' yeah. new stadium is outdoors. It is outdoors, yeah, and it's a great stadium. But they stopped. College stadium. They stopped playing in early December. Well, just because yeah. that's just because of the college in football the schedule. schedule. Yeah, but uh, the point is, my point is, you could do it that way because you stopped playing in early December. January, if you were to play pro games at pro tempo and pro violence in January here, we did, or late January here. Well, I know you did. Yeah. But if you did today, it'd be carnage. No, I mean, we did today. So remember, the Vikings when? played on TCF, oh, at TCF Field for yeah. two years. The, and The night Favre became a chalk outline, <laughs> right? 
You will. You may remember the playoff loss the Vikings had against Seattle uh, three, four oh, years God, ago, yeah. in which the cold. temperature was minus ten, That's and fine. the yeah. final the the, the Blair game, Walsh miss. Nobody's doing anything right, and it comes down to a twenty-seven yard field goal miss. Oh, you've got by our that. kicker. No, yeah. no, 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 no. We're not over that yet. It not yet, still huh? hurts. Huh. It the missed kicks hurts. haunt. This of season. all of all the Viking. Gut jobs. The hardest to take was what? 1997-98, Randy Moss's rookie year. Robert Smith, <laughs> Randall, that, Randall he, Cunningham. He knew the answer. He, oh, yeah. Oh, like, oh, yeah. We're on this. You right? yeah. was, you're, well, you're, let me tell you. It was a cold <laughs> December day in 1997. With the Vikings had just set the all-time single-season scoring record. It's yeah. there's no hotter team in in they football. Were they roll phenomenal. They roll right into the playoffs. They go to the NFC Championship game in the first half. They score like 28 points in the first half, and Atlanta's getting destroyed. Right. They get the ball at the end of the first half with 55 seconds left, and the Vikings took a knee. Denny Green with 55 seconds seconds. left. Vikings took a knee. And then they go into the second half, and Atlanta rallies back, gets a bunch of touchdowns, and then all they have to do is get their kicker to make one kick. Gary Anderson had not missed Missed. a kick all season, and he he missed missed that that one. That is a tough one. I was going to say the, the after the Minneapolis miracle with Diggs, that had to be a crusher because you played an Eagles team that was an accidental team mm-hmm. with a backup quarterback in Nick Foles, and the Vikings didn't show up for the game. Not they at were all. complete trash. Yeah. No, I would have thought knowing that that game would lead to the Super Bowl in your in own stadium, U.S. Bank Stadium. Right. It's the one first thing to time have. It would have happened. Right. Yeah. It's one thing to have a kick or miss a kick. That's what those fuckers do. Is they miss them when That's you right. need them the most. Mm-hmm. But when your team doesn't even show up. That's, That's got to hurt. It That's got to be tough. But the but blowout losses don't hurt as much as the as the missed true, kick. True. It's a, the, I guess. When you're obliterated yeah. and, at halftime. And just, in that year, though, they had no business beating the Saints. No, but they did. That's a loss. They did. <laughs> yes, they, they did beat did. the Saints. They had no yeah. business winning that game. Your quarterback, so your quarterback for the game Vikings was? Vikings were ahead almost the whole time. That the, was a Case Keenum. Case Keenum. It was a Case Keenum, mm-hmm. but they, that was their Super Bowl. Like, the emotion of winning that, that game to come back and Drew play after that is like, the, there's no way. We were now, just point. Yep. now, as lovely as Charge's home is, and we are coming to you live from his custom gaming table, which is a poker table, gaming table. It's got card dice slots, shooters. Dice it's shooters, got yeah. cup holders, card. I mean, it's fantastic. Thank By the you. way, do you allow smoking down here when you have games, like cigars? Nah, I don't. I don't have a rule about it, but I don't have any friends that smoke cigars, so I don't know. This I table gets used by Charch and Charch alone. <laughs> That's, well, no. What's the fun of that? I want, I want friends sits, around the table. He sits here that rolls the he dice. Battles him against by himself. He goes around. B forty two. Oh, genius! How did you know? My destroyer. You're cheating. <laughs> so, as as incredible as your house is, I want to see if my colleagues here have noticed anything. Oh. Oh boy. About yeah. the decor in the oh. house. Oh, oh, I. You want to take a stab? Go ahead. What do you well, think? Well, oh, like specifics. I've noticed that it's not sports. Not a single sports thing on the wall. Nope. Other than nope. the 120 inch TV. Well, that's that's yeah. not decor, <laughs> right? I don't now, consider which that shows a lot of sports. Question: Charge is that yes. just because of the exquisite tastes of your wife, Roxy? Is it an edict from her? Like, I'm going to do the decor. Is it you? Is it that you feel like Minnesota sports are such a letdown, you don't want the painful memories <laughs> Sometimes, of anything yes. framed? Um, oh, this is all me. Roxy, and although I think Roxy appreciates the fact that I'm not throwing pennants on the wall, um, and it sure. doesn't look like a dorm room. Or right? framed jerseys. Or yeah, right, or any, jerseys. Any, so I just don't have personal interest in that stuff. I'm not a collectibles guy. I don't, you know, having the... I don't know the framed yeah. ticket from some class again. I just none of that stuff. It just it yeah. just Soon doesn't. Soon you'll get a framed NFT of your digital yeah, ticket. Right. <laughs> That's right. Frame my <laughs> NFT, please, for me. Well, the one thing that I was thinking about as talking about that Diggs miracle catch, mm-hmm. I bet there's a lot of your friends and colleagues that have framed pictures of oh, that yeah. play, no doubt, hanging up, I'm and sure. it does nothing but piss them off. Thinking, right, <laughs> they lost. See that, and I think that is part of it. It'd be different if you had a piece of a championship somehow. But we don't have that, and yes. so you're right. I mean, the digs thing—you could every time you look at it, you go, "We lost the next game. We got blown out the next yeah. game." Right. Of course, I same. guess you would have had to get it framed within a week, because anyone that—then it's too painful. Right. Yeah. right. Otherwise, you're like, 
Well, I ain't framing it now. Right. <laughs> it's not worth it. Right? Went down. And Diggs left. Diggs didn't want to be here. He didn't want to, Yeah, exactly. So yeah. there's that, too. In that yeah, case. double whammy. Mm-hmm. The stadium tomorrow. Drew, have you been? I've never been. I'm looking forward Josh, to it. Josh, have you been? I've, I've been outside. I've been outside, but if never in. If you've been outside, you've been inside this stadium, as Zabe knows. What do you mean? It's so, there's so much glass in this stadium. Yeah. You're going to walk inside, yeah. and it's, 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 it's illuminated as yeah. though you're, you're, out, you're outside, <laughs> yes. which, is, which the That's natural cool. sunlight is fantastic. No, it, it is. It's almost um, surreal. It feels like some sort of like a, like a greenhouse, like you could grow plants yeah. inside of it. Translucent Maybe roof, big windows on the side. Uh, killing migratory swallows <laughs> by the truckload. By the way, if you fixed that, I know that that was a big deal at one point. I think point. 3M, local company 3M, found something you can put. Glare. Yeah, something you can put on the post-it notes. Yeah. Hey, birds, <laughs> don't fly into this. As it's coming down, it goes, oh shit! <laughs> I bet you 3M has developed a post-it note that is sturdy enough to withstand being outdoors in a Minnesota winter. Through rain, snow, wind, everything. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If you've ever bought off-brand Post-it notes, yeah, they don't work. They don't work no, the same. Not good. There is there is something There's special to there. the real Post-it note. True. Of course, that today's thing, podcast brought to you by Three M. Brought to you by Three M, making yes. your life better. Yes, exactly. Scotch, <laughs> Scotch tape for all your wrapping needs this That's, Christmas. It is the season. Wasn't that their motto? Three M, making your life better. Not through technology. Not making your life. Not making making the things that make your life better. better. Maybe that was it. Uh, something about That's that. That's it. Anyway, it's a hell of a stadium. When I saw it, uh, coming Bowl. from Washington Super Bowl, which was a horror show because the Eagles won, and it's like Jesus. They'll always have a Super Bowl. I can't hold that over their heads anymore. This no. is the worst day ever. I usually don't care when a team wins or loses. That's not my team. I left that stadium feeling sick to my stomach. I'm like, Jesus, God. I got to hear from all these savages. And that's what it'll be like for Packer fans, Josh. If Charge's boys ever hang one, you'll lose it forever. You'll lose it forever. And and I will tell you, that's so on on uh, on the football front, that's all we have, right? Is we can always say, well, how many, how many trophies you got? None. On the baseball front, we're, we're the Vikings. <laughs> There's a little something. Yeah. So, a lot of heartbreak. Yeah. So every yeah. time that Armin Sarian, our, our friend, well, he he loves going after the Vikings in that way. <laughs> and I'll always tell him, I'll say, Armin, calm down. Wins. We're, we're yeah. that in yeah, baseball. Yeah, yeah. Right. Let's not okay. get out over our skis on that front. you got to be careful. So, yeah. But the stadium is great. I, I literally said, if Dan Snyder could get it together, he should just say, I'll take one of these wrap it up, and just change some things to make it look different. I would build your stadium. Now, the retractable roof, I guess it's nicer, but you have the big louvered windows at the end that will let in a brisk fall breeze if you want it. Correct. So the one whole end of the stadium has got got the entire height, top to bottom. They're all openable windows. I I hate to even call them windows. the panels at the Yeah, the panels. That's a better way to put it. Yeah. And that really does, on, on a beautiful fall day, it really does change the of how it feels. You can tell you're getting I bet, natural I bet air. Mason That's Crosby would say it changes the wind currents. I'm too, sure. Right? Yeah, so it it, in an yeah. indoor stadium, you wouldn't think of that, but if they can open that up. But before that got built, it was really, you know, DEFCON. It was threat level midnight, as Michael Scott would say, that the team was on the verge of leaving, was it not, to L.A.? To, to the credit of our ownership, the Wilfs, who I know you don't like, but I do That's, like. I don't um, the like, Wilfs, not like, I'm just saying. The, they got some shady stuff in their background, but a lot of owners do. A lot of owners do. Um, <laughs> a lot of they never do. articulated a specific threat. They never said. They, they just had a lot of helmets boxed up by the door. <laughs> they They're never like, oh, said, what? Are those don't do this or we're leaving. But they would say things implied. like the real, the real, realistically, the viability of the franchise hinges on, you know, getting a stadium. And the suggestion was always that if we didn't get the stadium, not that they'd leave, but they would try, they would sell. And then, but the new owner the would new have owner. the same thing. The new owner might, might, you know, same thing all yeah. over again. So that was, that was us with the Bucks. Man, right. were we scared of that with the Bucks in Milwaukee? The when Bucks was, weren't even good then. When, when was that scare? With the Bucks? The Bucks. When, well, when, Herb, Cole, Cole, when, when Herb, Herb Cole, Cole sold them, that there was, he had it written into the deal that they had to keep the team in Milwaukee. and then But that was contingent upon getting the Pfizer Forum built. I right? never got the vibe with Bob and Brian that they were close to leaving. I guess I wasn't close well, enough it to it. It was always a People threat. were scared even after oh, yeah. Cole had said, no, I put it in the contract. Oh, really? People were like, oh, yeah. I don't buy that. Yeah, this team's gone. They, had, they did have like a three-year, if, if, there's, isn't a, if there isn't a new arena... They would have been. They would have been. We so, were all waiting for it, and then Pfizer got approved. And and, and, and NBA oh. teams are very portable. 
aren't they? Very portable. They will yep. get their asses yanked out of cities in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Seattle is we're, still we're pissed off about it. That's us now. You what? Know, a, you know, we have a new wolves. owner. A-Rod's our new owner now of yep. the Timberwolves. That's right. You may not Majority? know that. Minority? Minority owner. Minority, but, but he's, he's the, the lead. Group. But he's, he's with, with the group. group. Oh. Yep. He's here all the time now. Saw him. I saw him at the finals in Milwaukee walking around because he was, now he's an NBA Now owner. he's an he NBA owner. Check it That's out. right. Yeah. Now, it's not official yet. They haven't finished, they haven't, they haven't finished paying their part of it yet, but they're taking operational right. control already, and they're, we're getting the same guarantees, like, from the original, our previous owner saying they're not going to move the team, but nobody's seen the real language of this, and we right. all we all believe that if they too do not get wow. a shiny new arena, that they're going to leave. But our town has been through the ringer on new arenas. We've built a new college hockey arena. Ding. Then, then our women's team Damn. needed their own hockey yep. arena because they didn't want the same one the men's played in. Oh, oh because man. Zabe. Yeah. Too many empty seats. They couldn't fill the yes. men's one, Cardboard so they cutouts. needed their own. They uh, needed curtains. their own one with a smaller curtains one. and tarps. So then we bought our. Then we got our football team got its own stadium. Then our baseball team got its own stadium. Then our soccer, soccer team got went by stadium. Who are facing uh, the United tonight? I and uh, yeah, so it's you know. It's nuts. Gophers got their own football. And there's the Rocket League stadium they built. That was expensive. <laughs> yeah, Dude, those gaming. things are happening. You know that. That's coming. What? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. They have arenas. Speci- the eSports-specific yes. arenas oh, okay. are being built all across yeah. the country. I thought you meant like a real arena that could have real cars that drive up onto <laughs> oh, the no, next well, no, that, that, Like that the video awesome. game itself. I was, I was that so be awesome. curious why his face lit up like a Christmas <laughs> yeah. tree. Now I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Josh, I'm you investing. Wanna, you I'm wanna, investing. You want to tell Charge about you and I playing Rocket League for the first time when I was a beginner and you oh. were a little bit more advanced? In Not even bullpen. I wasn't good at no, all. No, he wasn't good at all. But he's better than me. I would just like no, you back up. A, uh, all right, and then I would just I would just go and score. well every face <laughs> off every oh, every face off he'd beat me to the ball and then score on the face off. <laughs> To the point right. I was like, God damn it. So he got very frustrated. Uh, Hell of a game, though. Hell of a game. Back to the stadium front. So the Brewers really had threat level midnight with their situation. That, were, um, that was serious. Yeah, they were. There was a lot of rumors they were headed to Charlotte. 98, right? Uh, in that, no, it was like 95. 95, 95 96, okay. 97 was when their, their bloody battle came. And it got the funding went through. It was rejected. We went through every avenue. There was going to be a sports lottery to like scratch off. And we can't expand gambling in the state. What happened there? A lot of visionary leadership we had. Yeah. Back then. Duh. And then it finally, like, they finally got it through. It was a late night session of uh, the House of uh, Representatives there, the State Assembly. Wasn't it though? It after like three or four in the morning, after it failed. Yeah. It failed at midnight, and it was like, oh. They're never going to build a stadium and teams moving. And then at 5 a.m. they did the vote again. And Wasn't the one guy that got credit for it, a guy by the name of George P. Tack? George P. Tack was like the swing vote. Yeah, Bob Brown would always say, God bless Racine. George P. Tack. Yeah, and, and he it was got a- recalled as a result. Of, of that Are vote. you serious? He did. Yeah, he wow. Ate it. He, so he took a he took yeah. the ultimate he bullet. He took the L. Wow. Yeah. yeah, but good for him though. I mean, it's just a small level political job, and and to have that stadium where he's it is homeless now. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's, he jumped off a bridge. It he was a big that. deal. You don't. <laughs> no, but to have that stadium, Drew, is an incredible asset for oh, Milwaukee. No it question. makes Milwaukee. What's the major phrase? Major league. A major league city. city. Without it, we'd be Des Moines. And I love the fact that... It's funny. That you guys say Des Moines. We say Omaha. Yeah, Omaha. See, yeah, that's oh, yeah, we say Omaha. Okay. That. No, 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 this <laughs> oh, is what yeah, I need yeah. to know. Yeah. What other Midwest cities do you spit on, <laughs> rhetorically spit on, when you say, well, we're not them? Dubuque, Des Moines, Omaha. Yeah. Um, but I, you would have an NBA team, and you would have a virtual NFL team up the road. That's true. That is... I have Minneapolis envy. I envy the Twin Cities, because in Milwaukee, we love Milwaukee. We love living there. Right. But... The Badgers are an hour and 10 minutes Away. west, and the yeah. Packers are two hours north. north you got yeah. everything right here. I'm going to go to the Wild Press Conference. Oh, okay. Well, then I got to hit the Gophers game on my way. And I got to, you can do everything here. Yeah. It's all inclusive, which is good. But, you know, because we have two cities in one, you know, you don't, what you don't realize is, for example, okay. for me to get to St. Paul, I have to get it's through Minneapolis traffic, in and out of Minneapolis traffic, and then maybe go yes. into and out of St. Paul traffic. And so there really is, a it is a, it's a little bit okay. different. This, uh, now I have to get to the bottom of this. Which city came first? 
Or were they built at the same time? No, Minneapolis has always been first because it was on the Mississippi. And so it was always like the point where, you know, grain was heading south, you know, down the Mississippi. And Minneapolis was always. always Is there a rivalry? Yes, there is. Does Minneapolis say to St. Paul, not our rival? Pretty much, yes. They do. Okay. Here's the deal. Minneapolis has culture, the arts. It's got sports. It's got university. massive you know, university. It's got all these business hubs. And what does St. Paul have? St. Paul Paulie's girls. A minor league baseball team. It's got a girl. Saints. And, yeah. a, and, and the, the St. Paul Saints. St. Paul has proximity to Minneapolis. <laughs> that's it. And that's, that's it. about it. it, it really? It's, okay. St. Paul is the blue-collar town. Okay. Minneapolis is the white-collar right. town. St. Paul is the blue-collar town. It's the old mob money, even the old days. It was... You know, moonshining, and okay. you know, it was, and it, and there are parts of St. Paul that are great. But if you were to go to downtown St. Paul, that like go have a great time. We want to go bar hopping in downtown St. Paul. It ain't gonna take long. How <laughs> is it different from say Dallas, Fort Worth? I don't know Dallas well enough to say, but I think Fort Worth isn't anything That's, even close to Dallas. Where no, they're so spread out. Are they, they? You know, the, this is the metroplex. Is so spread you know, but only, they call it Dallas Fort Worth. Like they yes, call it Minneapolis St. Yeah. Paul. Like they call it Tampa St. Pete. Yeah. It's a dash twin city kind yeah. of situation. But, the, but I think the difference is, many, a they're very close to each other, separated by like seven miles. Okay. And the other part of it is, you know, like it's half as big, not like a tenth as big. St. Paul has still got you know skyscrapers yeah, and stuff like that. I mean, skyline. it's still yeah, it's got a skyline. It's yeah. you know, I don't think Fort Worth is anything close inside okay. to Dallas. Okay. No. Um, what is what do Minnesotans think of the movie Fargo? Um, I think mostly we we love it. It's not because in parks it's not us. But what it is is it's outstate. It's, North it's outstate. It's, it's outstate Minnesota. Yeah. Oh yeah. When Dark. you okay. when you go, but doesn't to, it cross over into Minnesota? No, the whole movie takes place in Minnesota. Yeah, and the people. So why is it called Fargo? Well, the movie. I think the movie opens in the city of Fargo, but then the whole movie takes place yeah. in Minnesota. Okay. The um the if you go to outstate Minnesota, they really do talk that way. But nobody in the Twin Cities talks that way. <laughs> but if you get out state, I mean, you but really you have do relatives get that. that. Yeah, right. That it's, that yeah, way. exactly, it's Drew. Same thing with us. Yep. <laughs> so good, though. You drive two hours in, in, in the direction and you're, you know, yeah. you're in the country. What is the biggest misconception about Minnesota for those who have never been here, don't know anything about it? <laughs> that the people are nice. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota nice. It, maybe it's, that is. So we have this thing called Minnesota nice that maybe you've heard about. And the deal on Minnesota nice is superficially, we're extremely nice people. We will, you know, if you're struggling on the side of the road with your car, somebody's going to stop and help you out. You're walking downtown. People will make eye contact, just say hi in passing, you know, that kind of stuff. You move here and you want to crack into a friend circle. Well, let me know when you've been here 20 years. <laughs> really? At that point, we will let you into our friend circle that we've had our entire lives. Wow. We so all know a, each other. So it's very it's provincial. A, very, very provincial. More yes. than, say, Wisconsin? From what I've seen, I, yeah. I would think yeah, so. I, I would say yeah. yes. Do I have to apply for paperwork to get into friend circles in Milwaukee now? Yes. I do. Can you, you give me that paperwork? No. no. <laughs> you can't do that? No. Okay, so I guess I've heard that about you Pittsburgh. You won't pass the background check. I've heard Pittsburgh <laughs> is one of the most provincial cities that, you know, it's it, it, people that live there love it, but the Yinzers have been there for generation after mm-hmm. generation. And outsiders, yeah. they, it's not like they, they spit on them or frown on them, but you're really not going to have many friends unless you work hard at it. Yeah, I, that's, okay? I think that's a lot of truth that's, to that. I think yep. when you, if you're living here, you got to want to be here, right? Like your company had to have moved you here, and you have to come to terms with, hey, you're going north of the wall. You know, you're going up where the White Walkers are. There's some truth to that. And you guys are in Milwaukee. It's not that different, but it is colder here, for, and it's longer How much? here. 10 and degrees colder worse. on average at the depths of winter, 10, yeah, 5, I, I something would, like that. I would that. guess that's about right. Yeah. And, and you're, you've got at least a month more of suck on two either weeks, end. We have two weeks on either side. Two weeks more suck on yeah, either end. Yeah, I'd say Just two weeks? Right. Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, it's not yeah. terrible. It's, it's pretty not rough. That, it's but not I'll tell you what, different. those two weeks in April, when it's April 10th, and you're like, for the love of God, can it just be 65 degrees, and it's 43 those that's two weeks the, dragged, man. The grueling Put part. a roof on your baseball stadium. That's a, was it not? A, <laughs> yeah. not yeah. Why did two they make years that ago where they had to cancel air. games due to snow? 
They don't generally cancel them due to snow, but if yeah. you get enough snow, I think they will. there. Yeah. I think there was recently. Yeah, they've yeah. had. Yeah, they they've, had they've happened. I mean, but the, but the summers are glorious. The summers, the summers, here, yeah, summers are great. We don't have the humidity. I think that's very similar to Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. Right. or or northern great. Wisconsin. Northern Wisconsin, all of Wisconsin summers are glorious. They're just the short. Best. You got to get after it. You got a hundred days to get. The hell after. We have the highest golfing per capita in America. I, that is another fact I know about, and it blew me away when I thought about it. When I heard about it, I'm like, really? And the answer is why? It's the 100 days. It's like, you know, when you, know, when you can golf, you go golf. Yeah, I mean, right. you get outside. Nice You're not yeah, getting finicky. about golfing since about November, when, it, you know, when those courses open up in late April, yeah. you're going. Yeah. Yep. Tomorrow we're going to the game. Uh, you're not going. It's a working day for you uh, with uh, as the founder of Guillotine Leagues and one of the premier fantasy guys in the country and do Fantasy Football Weekly, which is on podcast. You can get it wherever you get your podcast. Just search for it, Fantasy Football Weekly. It's a working day for you, right? Sundays Correct. are a working day. You're I'll watching right, a bunch of right stuff. I'll be right behind you. Right? I'll be sitting right there. How do you watch He's... multiple games on that giant screen? So as you, you know, on up? DirecTV, okay. 702 is the game mix. And yeah. that they will splash eight games wide. And when you've got a 120 inch screen, you can that, actually you know, watch. They're all they're, they're all watchable all at that point. Yeah, right. I can they're see all. them all. And so that's that's how I do it. And you get you get and to you toggle the audio that you want. That's or? right. You toggle the audio around, and you your eye gets pretty good at going from game to game to game wherever there's a play <laughs> starting. He's his own red zone chair. Exactly. You're yes. the director of the red zone. And by the right. way, you I've got it. some beefs with the red zone. Oh, these days. oh like here we go. Well, they, 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 they include too much action that's not actual red zone. And they don't linger at a game. Like, there's a big touchdown, mm-hmm. and I want to see the replay because yeah. no, it might be in doubt. That. No, they've never Andrew Siciliano is like, all right, let's move on. We're going somewhere else. And it's a second and five from the 30. And I'm like, I don't give about this shit. Go back to that game. That was a big yeah. touchdown. I want to see You're it. You're going to see it one time. Yeah. And only one time, that's and that's but but that's because there's nine games going, and there's another there's, there's another one that's going to be a touchdown. Don't you think the NFL should pull the taffy a little bit thinner? That there's too many games at one o'clock on Sundays. Yes, oh, it drives me nuts. I know why they do it, and you guys probably why? do too, because they want competitive their ap- balance. No, they want their afternoon games to be carried by almost all of the country, right. so they can sell it as a national game. Yep. Right. So when there's a, a high prestige, you know, maybe it's Packers versus Rams game, that's a 3 o'clock start. Yeah, Brady up, versus right. Manning, Brady, Romo right. versus yeah. Rodgers. They want to splash that across right. the whole country like yeah. they do Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football or Thursday Night sure, Football, right. and they don't want it chopping up the country with a bunch of different games. But we could have two games Monday and two games Thursday every week, and that would relieve, alleviate some of the pressure at the 1 o'clock window. I think that the two games Monday makes so much sense. Why is there not an East Coast start and a West Coast start? Yeah, doubleheader well, Monday. Doubleheader every Monday. Doubleheaders, even doubleheader yeah. Sunday night in theory. Take a game they out could. of the noon window and take it. Well, especially if you have a snoozer on Monday night, then people just go out. You can't have two games on Sunday night. Because it'd be harder on Sunday night. Hey, you already already had a lot of it. But you need to start one game at like 5.30, and the other game starting at like 8.30. And so it'd be harder to pull off on Sunday night. But you could could still do it. But Monday night. Yes, they need two games Monday night. I take the two games on Monday and get rid of Thursday. That's just Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Two-minute wrap. play just sucks on Thursday. Two-minute wrap-up. How is the new company going? GuillotineLeagues.com. I love it. Um, you love it. Everyone you. seems to love it. Great Josh, you still alive? I am still alive. Outstanding. Um, thank you for asking. Enormous growth in year two. So really huge growth. No, you know, no small part thanks to you, Steve. You've been a, a wonderful a proponent yes. of of our. Uh, of I'm our an game evangelist of it. Yes. And um, and so yeah, it's we've a lot of growth, and we're going to keep adding new features. And we got you know got our mobile app up and running this year, and so. Doing all the little things that small companies have to do to, to stay, you know, stay in the hunt. And, and this is not your first it. rodeo because you you founded Fantasy Football Weekly, the magazine. Yeah. Back when magazines were the internet. Right. Right. Eighty. I started in eighty in ninety. You started a podcast before podcasts were cool and everyone had one. Yeah. Uh, you also did fanball. Fanball. Yep. And league safe. And league safe and safe leagues. Yep. You yep. know, uh, your league safe, which is a great thing. It's a place that holds money for not just fantasy leagues but pools yeah i mean if yeah if you're in a it's yeah, a way march madness yeah. pool whatever you don't have to worry about collecting or payouts yeah for march so, madness it's especially great so in this survivor pool that i organized 100 listeners and 100 bucks each so that's pretty big payout you yeah. can do the math i do the math but i get it wrong that's 10 million dollars sounds like 10 no, 10 <laughs> grand i believe oh you're 10k so Josh. so i don't want to be responsible for holding 10k and then sending it out and everything else 
But League Safe does that correct for you. And get this. There's like four guys left after the recent purges of yeah. unthinkable upsets yeah. like Jacksonville, Washington, uh, and the over and the, Buffalo, yeah. and then Washington yeah. over, over Tampa, Tampa, right? And I and I saw because somebody emailed the rest, the other three guys via mm-hmm. the league software. He goes, "What well, do you guys want to split it? Split maybe? it? Yeah, somebody always wants to split it." And I said, "You asshole! Yeah. If I could kick you out right now, <laughs> I would. I would. We're here to gamble. This is an outrage." That's uh, why guillotine leagues are great because you can't split anything. Nothing. There's well, only one winner. You can't. I mean, or we're you gonna, could theoretically we, 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 have yeah, league safe. You, you, we just distribute the funds. You guys got to figure out what you're going to do with it after you get the Char- funds. Charge is like, uh, that's actually not that's true. Right, People can right. enjoy this product, <laughs> however they <laughs> like. Yeah. Exactly. It's but it's up to sure me, to, though. But the, real, the rules. But the, the, the beautiful com. part of it is, in this case, a hundred people needed to pay in. Did you want to track one hundred payments? Nope. Hell no. Hell All you do nah. is just give people a link to a website and they go pay. And then you don't do any work except maybe you check in and see who paid and who didn't. That's it. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. All right. We've got to go back to the hotel, get ready for Manny's Steakhouse oh. tonight. It's one of the legendary steakhouses in all beers. the country. I've been to some of the great ones, as you, I'm sure, have been as well, Drew, like yes. Burns down in Tampa. Mm-hmm. I've not yes. been to the one in Indy that's legendary that the combine Elmo's. people, St. Elmo's. Have, I'll tell you, I've been to St. Elmo's several times. It's no Manny's. Yeah. Uh, Manny's is one of the best, and I'm looking forward to it. Charge, thank you for having us yes, here today. thanks for the hospitality. This was a blast, buddy, and uh, good didn't luck even, to your Vikings. Never even talked about the VR. No, that's we didn't a, talk about the VR. A separate podcast. We didn't talk about your station be. either, the Power Trip K-Fan, which Josh has been mildly obsessed with now for a while. Yeah. That can be another podcast for another day. That's a deal. But I think we covered a lot. We did. I feel like I got my Minnesota 101. I think you did. <laughs> I think I'm Why ready to move Minnesota? here. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> There's a lot today. The rainbow and the star, dun, the dun, more you dun, know. Dun, dun. All right. Badger's up 14-7. We're going to go watch the All rest right. of that, right. and we'll see you next time. Thank you. This is me on the drum. Oh, get out. It is not. It is so. I learn, will you? Take off, eh? We will end on this today. By now, you've probably heard there is video of Tiger Woods hitting golf balls. (gasps) Wow. Nearly a year after his near-fatal accident, Tiger Woods is back hitting golf balls. And the, was it one swing that he posted? It might have only been one swing. It was a big-looking bucket of balls. There was a lot of divots tightly arranged on the ground. He had a TrackMan launch monitor. Did not really go hard at the shot that he showed, but it looked pretty good. He had a compression sleeve on his reconstructed right leg. Tiger Woods accident. Let me remind myself when this was uh, February. February. That's it? thought it was almost a year ago. I thought it was November. Okay. Anyway, yep, it's the talk of the golf world. I think I've said this before, but I'll reiterate here. I believe he will start again on the PGA Tour. Will he make a cut? I don't know. I think maybe. Will he win again? I would bet no, but not more than five bucks because I'm not going to bet against the guy. I think you'd be a fool to do that. If he comes back from this and wins another major, then it's an even more insane comeback story on top of the other insane comeback story. It'll be something else. And I know for golf fans that love Tiger Woods, they're very excited. I'm happy for the guy that he's somehow come back from this. He's got a leg that apparently works well enough to hit golf balls or at least eight irons uh, for an hour or so a day. Where it goes from here, we'll see. But bottom line is, wouldn't bet a lot against him, at least making it back to the tour. He's got exemptions from now until the end of time, and um, I think he can make a cut somewhere. I really do. Winning? Eh. There's a lot of really good players out there with two really perfect legs that are really good, that can beat Tiger Woods, that are half his age. Just saying. Anyhow, good for Tiger Woods being out there, and for those excited, enjoy it. That is a wrap for today. Thank you for downloading. Spread the word. Rate and review, as always, tickle the algorithmic overlords. 
and make this podcast the biggest thing this side of Joe Rogan, which, frankly, it'll never be as big as Joe Rogan, but just on this side of it would be nice. And I appreciate the support. Thanks for listening. Have a great Monday, and we will see you next time. Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with MyBookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than MyBookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with MyBookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. Where's Ralph? He's over there, hogging the hell of a good dip for his big game ritual. Oh boy. Hey Ralph, can we get some of that too? Yeah, yeah, soon. Almost done. First the carrot, two taps and dip. Then the celery. Ah, yes, now the chips. All dipped in creamy, hell of a good dip. Mmm, delicious. Yes, it worked! Get the dip made with real milk and cream that wins every time. Not just good, hell of a good.